Well, hello, and uh, welcome to uh, Impact Live, actually our Disciple Making Church podcast, and man, it's, uh, it's great to see you. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, I am here, as always, with uh, Pastor Ken. He's the founder and director of Impact Ministries, lead pastor of Crossroads Church. Mike Keaton here. He is the executive pastor of Crossroads Church, but uh, is a part of Impact as a consultant uh, and someone that can come alongside you. My name is Ron Kanzler, and man, it is a pleasure uh, to be uh, spending this time with you. As always, we're going to focus in on uh, what does it look like to be, be in building disciples, disciple-making disciples that uh, look like Jesus, live like Jesus, mm -hmm. and how does that look like inside the local church. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Um, so it's February, Ken. Mm -hmm. Mike, it's February. Thank you. And um, in case you didn't know that, but uh, <laughs> we had a, a holiday. Few few days ago, did did you get a Valentine? Did I get a Valentine? Yeah, I mean, did did you did you give a Valentine? Yeah, I gave a Valentine. Okay, yeah, it, it went well for you. It went great. <laughs> it was awesome. But you might fantastic. <clears throat> okay, all right, just checking, just making sure. Hope you guys had a great Valentine's as well. Um, How but about you, Ron? Did you give a Valentine? Man, it was fantastic. You know, my wife uh, would probably tell you that as well. But uh, <laughs> who knows? So, hope you guys had a great Valentine. Uh, we really are here to have some fun, but also really just to. Uh, to, uh, to talk about disciple making, and um, we, we hope that you'll share this, like this. Uh, if you want to make some comments, put it down below. Uh, we'd love to interact with you uh, as we talk about what does it look like. And so, so Mike and Ken, we just had really uh, just one of the largest events that Impact puts on mm -hmm. every year, an, a fantastic event. Uh, hopefully, you were able to join us last month for the Disciple Making Summit. And so, uh, Ken and Mike, really, I think what we want to do today is just uh, look back on maybe some of the things that we learned, some highlights, maybe some stories. As, as guys, we literally had people from all over the country, uh, different parts of the world, had people from India watching online, people in the Philippines. Uh, we all came together, uh, some amazing breakouts, uh, keynote speakers. Uh, so, Ken, we'll start with you. So, uh, as you think back uh, just a few weeks ago, um, as you think about the summit, uh, what are some thoughts, maybe some highlights, uh, anything you want to share with us? Yeah. Well, you know, um, it, it was the third uh, summit mm -hmm. that we've done, and I think every year uh, it just, you know, things, things we keep ironing things out, and it just gets better and better. Yeah. Obviously, you know, the keynote speakers that we had were fantastic. The breakouts mm -hmm. we had were really good. All the worship and everything, it's just, it's just a great event, and uh, we're we're excited about the future, but you know I think some of the things that that I probably took away is I'm you know a part of a breakout and you know, on a panel and I'm also conversing with a lot of people. One of the things that I continually hear, Ron, is that mm. uh, I hear people say all the time that I needed this, right? I needed this, which is why we're doing it, you know. Mm. And so uh, I come away with this summit realizing that we need it we need it now mm. as much as ever mm. and it's it's hard to say you know that that we need something now more than they did 2000 years ago but boy uh we we got to have some serious traction today yeah. Yeah. in the idea of you know creating a multi, uh, a movement of multiplication mm. because the reality is the population of the planet keeps growing mm. but the church is in some ways in decline yeah. and plateaued in some cases so so, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, how do we have renewal, revitalization, revival and all that. Yeah. But let me tell you, man, I believe I believe with all my heart that when we get back to what they did 2,000 years ago, mm. 
we do get revival and Amen. we do get revitalization and we do get renewal. And mm. so uh, one of the things that I took away with was just how many people uh, that I talked to who just kept saying over and over again, uh, boy, I, I didn't get this where I, I didn't get this growing, mm. uh, you know, going to school. I didn't get this where I grew up, where I went to church. I didn't get this. And, and it just, in some ways, it just breaks my yeah. heart that uh, we are at a point 2,000 years removed from the life of Christ where we where we didn't get this. Yeah. yeah. Staggering. Yeah. So, Ken, what I hear you saying is really disciple making is needed now more than ever. I, I mean, it's, I believe it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's played out. So uh, Mike and I had the privilege of leading a disciple making church uh, pre-summit. And if you're not familiar with that, I'll talk more about that. Uh, at the end, but uh, as we were training these pastors and leaders, what were some of the takeaways about this idea that it's needed more than ever? Well, I think, you know, you see uh, one of the things that I kind of saw from that is, is you know, the, the individuals that came, uh, mm. and they weren't all pastors. Uh, a lot of them were discipleship pastors or, or people who were, you know, uh, maybe... Uh, leading in different other areas of their churches and so forth too. We had both and uh, we had right. all the above really. So, and it, I think one of the things that I saw uh, was just, you know, the light bulb mm. coming on for some of them. And yeah. they're just like, wow, there, there is a distinction here that we're talking about. And um, and then just, you know, trying to, you know, just tool, I say tool it, you know, right. with, you know, this, the nuts and bolts. Okay. How do we do this? You know, mm -hmm. what, are, what are the practicals? And yeah. it seemed like that was something that jumped out to me, yeah. you know, and, uh, which we try to do a little bit of both. We try to explain the, the philosophy or principles behind it, but, you know, we also try to share a little bit about, okay, well, here's what it could look like, you yeah. know, and, and when they get that, it's just so helpful to them, mm -hmm. you know? So that's one of my takeaways, I think from the, the pre-summit, uh, seminar sure. we did. Yeah, absolutely. I'll add to that and just say that uh, as the pastors and leaders were there, they just kept saying over and over again, uh, man, why has nobody ever explained this to me? Like, how have I gone through seminary? How have I been in church my whole life? Uh, and nobody explained to me there's a clear target, a clear strategy, and what was Jesus Jesus really trying uh, to develop? So, uh, so Ken, as you think about it, uh, what are maybe some other thoughts? It's needed more than ever, but uh, so, so what are some other takeaways? Yeah, you know, I, I, I mentioned this in a blog that I wrote that yeah. uh, really uh, a lot of guys that I would talk to would say, you know, I love the simplicity of this. Right. You know, I love the fact that, that what we're talking about here is not necessarily easy, mm. but it's not complicated. Right. It's not uh, confusing. It's so simple. And, you know, I just always go back to that idea, Ron, that... Uh, if you're the God of the universe mm. and you're trying to make disciples of all nations, are right. you going to come up with a plan that is so complicated that only a very few people <laughs> that are highly gifted entrepreneurial people can figure it out? Yeah. Or are you going to do something so simple that fishermen can do it? Mm. <laughs> and thank goodness, you know, God came up with a plan that fishermen and ex, you know, teachers and coaches could do. And that's, yeah. you know, that, that, uh, that to me is what is so freeing about this yeah and you know we, we we do this podcast as the disciple making church because what we want to do is that we want to come alongside other churches that are trying to figure this out right. and say here's how we're doing it but i would also say that we also want you to know that if we can if we can figure this out <laughs> you can figure this out yeah. and because it's not about us 
It's about the fact that Jesus mm. made a plan, a strategy, so simple yeah. that if we just need to be, we need to know it. Yeah. But then we also just need to obey it. Yeah. And we just need to. And what I believe in most of the time is that uh, uh, we don't. We do have a lack of knowledge, mm. but we also have a lack of obedience. And mm. we keep going after whatever is the latest and the greatest and the mm. most, you know, hottest thing, rather right. than just saying. Let's just get back to what we supposed we're supposed to be doing, and just you know, hand to the plow, stick at it, stick mm-hmm. with it, stay at it, you That's know. Right. Yeah. And uh, so you know, one of my big takeaways were were just talking to people around. You know, we had food trucks there and around the lunch, you know, tables and stuff like that. People just talking about how, man, this is just not that complicated. Mm. So, yeah, no, it's good. I mean, a good example, I think, uh, Ken and Mike is like uh, in my breakout. Um, I was able to interview some folks just like you guys were uh, about this idea of, of being and building disciples. And uh, I love it. Like, you know, you say God didn't make it complicated. And so what was neat was I got a chance to interview a 19 year old kid who uh, sat through one of our disciple making church seminars mm-hmm. and he caught the vision. Mm-hmm. And at 19, he didn't think he was too young to start. So he just grabbed a group of guys. They started meeting in his basement. Kind of sounds familiar. And uh, and they just they just really began to pour in. And uh, man, of all the people on my panel, I think people were most motivated by this 19-year-old kid who's just doing it. And the cool thing is, is that uh, his pastor, who is a great guy, is being led lovingly from behind by this 19-year-old kid as they mm-hmm. he leads them from the inside out to become a disciple-making church. And so, Mike, you want to add anything, any any idea of this idea that, um, you know, it's not so complicated? That... Well, I think, uh, you know, one thing that we do uh, complicate sometimes is just our terminology and mm. just the way we think about things. I mean, one of the, in, in our breakout, uh, we, we were in the pastor's breakout mm-hmm. and we were talking through, we had a Q&A panel and we were just talking through some of the dynamics that, that a pastor maybe deals with in, in, in their context and so forth. And um, and so we talked a little bit about the dif- difference between disciple making and discipleship, mm. you know, and it, is there a difference, you know? And one of the guys was re- responding to that, you know, suggesting that, you know, there really shouldn't be, but there is. Mm. And um, and sometimes we, and that's what I, that's why I was going to say. I think that it, it, it sometimes we make it more confusing than it than it really should be, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, because they they do work together, but uh, when we talk about disciple making, uh, understanding the distinction there, that's what we're trying to lead, mm-hmm. you know, as as leaders in our churches. We want to lead this movement of disciple making. Yeah, it involves discipleship. Yeah, you know, but uh, we think discipleship is just another program and all these types of things, and so. Uh, you know, I, I just uh, I, I just enjoyed that time and those discussions that we had with those guys. Yeah. And then to watch the audience and the, the guys who were in the audience, you know, respond and, and, and try to figure that out and talk right. about that. And uh, and then even them, you know, processing it to the point to where they're like, okay, well, then this should be happening in our church. Mm. But it wasn't. And then them seeing, you can see maybe the, I don't know if frustration is the right word, uh, but just maybe there, maybe it's disappointment or maybe sadness mm. that it's like, wow, we got to. This is what we got to be doing, mm. but we're not. And yeah. um, and so to see that, and that's that light bulb I was talking about. Just to see that come on and where they want to take it and and go and lead it, you know, yeah. in their own life and in their own ministry. Yeah, it's very cool. rewarding stuff. Yeah, yeah, 
That's really good. So uh, you, you want to add anything, Ken? You know, I, I was, uh, this is probably down a different different mm-hmm. trail than where, where you're at, but I just was thinking about a conversation I had with somebody that um, asked me the question. They said, so who is the, who is the person on your staff that oversees disciple making? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, when, when, he, when he first said that, I thought, well, you know, uh, we don't have one. Hmm. because that's all we do. That's what everybody does. Everybody's here yeah. to make disciples. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so we don't have one. Again, that, that brings it to a programmatic standpoint. It does. Mm-hmm. So what we have is that we do have a, a groups guy that oversees the formation of the small discipleship groups, mm. but disciple-making happens. Yeah, disciple-making happens out in the culture and then all the way through the process, disciple making is happening in our crowd. It's all a part of a process. And that, that small group mm, where good. we use the impact curriculum and all that kind of stuff, that is where we're teaching people the character and the conduct. But there's not one person that oversees a program for disciple making. Mm. And um, again, I think, you know, when we do the, the summit, is that we're trying to help churches figure out that this is not that's right. Uh, this is the mission. Mm, right. This is why we exist, yeah. and it is what we do from beginning to end. Right. That's yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, I think you said it. Both you said it well. So, you know, the summit, man. You, you don't want to miss it next year. Um, it's it's a year away, but uh, we'll talk more about how we can help you before then. But. Um, man, the summit really is, Ken. It, 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 there is a philosophical side to it, but it's yeah. really about yeah. how do you drive that into the heart of a leader and ultimately drive that through the process of the church yeah. so that the DNA of the church becomes a disciple-making church. And mm-hmm. I, I love that. I, I don't think I've ever put that together, that mm-hmm. we we don't really have a disciple-making person with that title because we're all called to make disciples. Yeah. Yeah. So, so really, I mean, Jesus gave us a, a very clear plan. He gave us a very clear mission, but uh, it really comes down to one thing, and I, I think this is a good place to land, is that uh, we, we just have to do it, right? We right. just have to, and, and that's what the summit, we, we send out a whole group of leaders, we hope motivated, uh, mm-hmm. to go and actually put it in into practice. And so um, uh, the reality is is that it, it really works, doesn't it? it does I mean, work. if, you, if you've worked if you, the plan that Jesus yeah, worked, yeah, it absolutely works. So. Yeah. Uh, any, any thoughts, Mike or Ken, on that? Well, you know, I think the uh, I think the couple of the big culprits in keeping it from working are, you know, first of all, uh, you know, we talked about this in in uh, the panel, the breakout that I did was mm. a disciple making pastor, and we talked about, you know, leading well, mm. and which is not the same thing as finishing well, right? You know, leading well. Uh, means that you leave behind a legacy mm. of not only faithfulness but also fruitfulness. Mm. And so, what happens is, is that several things try to sabotage that. Distraction is mm. one of them, and discouragement is one of them, and kind of what I would call derailment is one of them, where something knocks you off the horse and you get, mm. you know, you have to pick yourself back up, and get back on, and then also. Um, just disobedience and so uh, I would just say that you know we need to uh, we need to identify what are the things that will keep us mm. from working it 
Mm. Because when you're working it, it does work. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, want to add anything to that, Mike? Well, I don't. Uh, you know, it, it seems. You know, it, yes, it works, mm-hmm. and and it works because it's what Jesus told us to do. Mm. So that's right. It's very simple in right, that regard, sure. right? Yeah. So why should we be surprised about that? <laughs> and why do we, I mean, I, I was thinking, you know, another reason why sometimes it doesn't work is because of us, right? Mm. Like we get in the way. We, right. we try to make it better or more creative or, you know, like you were saying earlier, Ken, the, the latest and greatest or whatever it might be. And it's just, honestly, it's, yeah. it's what he yeah. said to do. And his promise was, if you do it, I'll be with you. Yeah. So it's guaranteed yeah. to work. Mm. It's like a guarantee. Yeah. Wow. So why wouldn't we do it? You know. Yeah, yeah. So why are we even surprised that it works? It's, yeah, that's really that's really good. And and honestly, w- reason we do this podcast is because, you know, we've been at this for thirty three years, going mm. on thirty four years wow. uh, next month, and so you know, I, I would have given anything if I'd have had somebody that could have uh, sped up the process. You know, we yeah. we've had to. We've literally had to go through the school of hard knocks mm. to get where we are. Um, I think both of you guys would agree that 34 uh, years into it, we have greater clarity, mm-hmm. not because we've gotten smarter, but <laughs> because we've figured out what doesn't work. Yeah. And we've got greater clarity and we've got more certainty on yeah. what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. And yeah. clearly the... Uh, you know the, the the thing we have to guard against is uh, is the temptation to want to do something different, or mm. the temptation to want to add to that. When literally we just need to stick to the plan yeah. that Jesus gave us and just keep working the plan. Yeah. It's that flywheel. Just keep pushing that flywheel. Yes, sir. Man, what a great segue into uh, just saying thank you so much for being here. Uh, we hope that uh, we just kind of whet your appetite for wanting to know more. Uh, there's so much we could unpack. We just don't have time. Uh, but here's the, here's the thing. We would love at Impact uh, Discipleship Ministries to come alongside. You go to impactdisciples.com. You can reach out to us. Um, you're going to find an array of, of opportunities and resources there. As a matter of fact, um, if you're in the Atlanta area, coming up on April 29th in Conyers, we're doing a disciple-making church. And so uh, you can, uh, if you're interested, you can... Put a comment down below. You can reach out to us. We'll send you some more information about that or just go to our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we truly do want to come alongside. So coming up, we're going to have uh, online equipping groups for pastors. Uh, there's even a way to do disciple making church online. But, but quite honestly, we'd love to connect with you personally. And so give us a call. You can email us. We use Zoom. We do this here and around the world. Um, and so, man, we really hope that uh, you guys will today be motivated to begin to take a next step Uh, and become a disciple maker and become a disciple making church. So thanks for being with us today and we'll see you next time.